You're listening to JFDI with the two Lauras, the podcast for freelance social media pros. And in this episode, we're going to be giving away our quick cash creation top tips. Their names are the same, good friends they became, together they put their brains and magic happened. I'm talking about the two Lauras, they'll be your biggest supporters, what the selling you'll need more of, I'm talking about the two Lauras, I'm talking about the two Lauras. So in this episode we thought it'd be fun to talk about some quick ways that you can make money in your business if you are working in the social media space, just so you can maybe make some quick cash before Christmas, before the end of the year. So I'm going to hand over to you, Laura Davis. You can kick us off with the first one. Okay. So the thing that I used to do a lot of when I wanted to get some money in the bank was to offer audits. So social media audits. I would tend to go out to my warmer audiences. So people who already kind of knew me and offer them the opportunity to have a audit done so they can move forward knowing what they need to do to improve their social media. So I used to charge about 99-ish pounds for like a one platform audit. And obviously the price went up as if they wanted, you know, two, three, four platforms included. And it used to always go down really well. It was businesses that couldn't afford to outsource or weren't ready to outsource, but and, and kind of had a good handle on social media marketing, or they thought they did, but they just needed a steer in the right direction. So if I ever put it out there and made a bit of an offer and sold these audits, I always sold them. Varying quantities, but always sold them. Nice. And would you offer them on all your different platforms? Well, I was only ever really active on Facebook and Instagram. They were the, my chosen platform, so it, I'd have promoted it on there. Whether I'd have chucked it on Twitter and LinkedIn it was a different matter. But if I did, it wouldn't have been a strategic way of doing it. <laughs> and I had a template that I use, which is obviously the template that we now have within the toolkit. So it was an easy, quick, really quick way. Because as us as social media pros, we know what an account should look like, should be doing, shouldn't be doing. So it was very easy work, interesting work as well, if you're quite... Um, niche it's quite nice sometimes to just have an opportunity to go and have a look at other people's accounts and essentially be paid to critique it even if somebody's already had an audit before there's no reason why they can't have another one is there like because things yeah, change yeah. all the time yeah yeah definitely and there was one business that had multiple audits off me over like a quite a long period of time granted but it was when they maybe tried to adopt a new feature you know so it'd be like now suddenly it was like all right I need to use reels I'm started am I doing it right how can I improve and an audit was a great way for me to be able to review that and then offer them some some suggestions to move forward and often I was able to upsell to them as well and maybe offer them a one-to-one or a power hour or if I had any workshops etc coming up they could I could promote those. So sometimes it can be used as a nice way to kind of get your foot in the door, essentially, with some cold audiences. Yeah, it's quite a nice way of getting trust with people, isn't it? If they've only got a part with a couple of hundred quid for a one-off yeah. piece of work and then you do a good job and they trust you, they're going to come back to you, aren't they? Especially yeah, if yeah. you've given them ideas that they can't implement themselves. Well, yes, that's it. And it depends why you're doing it. If you're doing it just to make money, like a quick cash 
injection, then, you know, you can just give them all the advice that you want to give that you think is appropriate for obviously that price point. But if you're being really strategic about it, and maybe that it is a client that you would like to actually offer social media management to or work with them in a a bigger capacity, then yeah, you can be really quite strategic about how you deliver that audit to try to get yourself kind of future work, not necessarily now, but kind of in the future, you want to be the person they think of when they need more help. And an audit is a great way to impress somebody with relatively easily. Yep. Agree. So one of the things that I would do when I was trying to make quick cash was I would offer a masterclass, but I would make it very specific. And I remember one time I really wanted some money in my bank pretty quickly and I needed like 500 quid. Can't remember what I was going to buy, probably something from Apple. (laughs) So I wanted to make 500 quid and I only had a few days to do it. And so I sold this masterclass, but it was really specific. I was in this Facebook group at the time and there was lots of people in there who were trying to grow their email list. And I can't remember for the life of me why, They must have done a course or something. Who knows? Anyway, they were all trying to grow their email list. And at that time, I just did Facebook ads. So I put on a masterclass that was how to grow your email list using Facebook ads. So it basically solved their problem. And I decided what was going to be in this masterclass. And I literally just went into this one group and told them about it. Sold, I think I charged maybe 55 quid or something like that for it with the aim of delivering it the following week and sold 10 within a few hours quickly made my 500 quid nice easy really simple but I think the reason that worked is because it was so specific and specifically answered that problem that I saw that they were having well and also you won't have just promoted a masterclass in a group that you hadn't already built up some kind of presence yeah exactly and the people knew me like they were already asking questions about Facebook ads and stuff so they they weren't a cold audience they knew that I knew what I was talking about I'd already built that relationship with them it was just the next step of getting them to actually spend some money with me yeah nice yeah I think the caveat really is that yes you can do that and yes a masterclass is a quick win but you have to have some kind of warm audience don't you whether that yeah you need someone to sell it to yeah so whether you've got a list that you've been nurturing and then that might work really well if you're really active like Laura is insanely active in Facebook groups it's like she's got a third hand to be able to communicate in groups the way she does at high speed or you've got to have a really engaged social media following yourself but if you have those things then there is nothing to stop you creating a masterclass that as you say is very specific to a problem that you know that they have. So for example, I reckon there's lots of people now who are seeing or probably kind of irritated that reels haven't disappeared, (laughs) that they are still here and they are still kind of developing and moving and growing in people using them. And they're probably like, oh God, I'm actually going to have to tackle how to use reels. So I reckon there is a need out there at the moment for some of these new features and it's an opportunity for them to create an answer to those problems. Yeah, I agree. I think though, you need to be really specific in that. Like if I was to go out tomorrow, want to make some really quick money and sell a Reels masterclass, I would make sure it's specific in that how to use Reels to make more sales or how to use reels to grow your emails list. And I would be really specific in what it solves so that they know that they need it now and exactly what the end result is going to be after that hour that they've spent with me. 
Yeah, no, exactly. So another way that I used to have a fairly consistent way to make money was, and I and I know you did way more of these than I did, was power hours and like one-to-ones on Zoom. Like it was consistent. Like every month I would have people booking in for one-to-ones, nurture packages. I used to do two-hour more kind of strategy calls as well. And it was always a nice way to top up your income and and aside from this I know this podcast is about quick cash but sometimes things like doing power hours are a great way to give yourself a little bit of variety in your week if you've only got say three or four clients the week can become a little bit monotonous and actually sometimes by doing things like power hours and speaking to other businesses it's just a nice way to be able to I don't know see fresh fresh eyes, fresh businesses, new people to talk to, new problems to solve and to help people with. And and it can be a really nice way to kind of sprinkle that throughout your weeks and months. So they're always nice little services to offer to people and always really well received. Yeah. And also can definitely lead to more work. I would typically do like a power hour with someone who would then go on to book like my nurture package. Some of them would turn into management clients. Some of them I would do strategies for. It would always usually lead to something else. It would never just be that one-off one hour. But one of the ways that I would make some quick cash from power hours, and especially around like sort of the end of the year, I would do an offer. So I remember one year I decided that I was going to put my prices up on my power hours, but I thought I would use that as a way to create some scarcity and some urgency for get, to get people to book. So I put it out there that my price was going up as of the 1st of January. So if anyone booked a power hour between whenever it was that I was saying this and the end of the year, they could lock it in at that year's rate, but they didn't have to take it until I think I put a deadline of mid-February or something. So they would still get that rate, but they didn't have to have it straight away if they were really busy. And I sold so many of those. Yeah, I used to do similar. I remember one particularly, I I took the whole of Christmas off. Like I obviously had my client work, but I wasn't particularly active on social media. But over that Christmas period, which obviously is a shock to lots of people, I'm sure. But I remember saying you can book now between any bookings between Christmas and New Year would get this kind of discounted rate. And I sold loads and they all just trickled on in. I'd scheduled some posts to go out over Christmas and New Year to talk about it. And I got loads. So by, I had a week off and I made money and it was nice and didn't really do anything because all my content was scheduled. And again, that worked really well, like really, really nice. well. And it was great to be able to offer something to get people to kick off the new year with knowing what they're doing for their kind of social media or for their ads going into the new year. So it did work well. So clearly that is a good time to, to run some offers, but you don't have to just give a discount or like Laura was saying, she was putting her prices up. You can say to people, book now and get a bonus or an extra 15 minutes or, you know, you can do other things that doesn't involve having to discount before you will panic about doing something too cheap. The other thing that I used to do, and this one covers no surprise to anyone, um, (laughs) is to share some affiliate links around. Now, I am a massive fan, if you have not noticed, of affiliate links. I think they're brilliant because you can help another business to make money and you can make some money yourself and you can help your audience to find out about tools, courses, services, what have you, that will help them. So like it's a win-win-win situation, really. But if you have got affiliate links for anything that your audience might find useful and you need 
a bit of cash, do a little promotion about why that would be useful for them. Explain to them why they need it. Tell them that it's affiliate link. If they buy it through your affiliate link, then obviously you're going to get a bit of a kickback. And just do like a sales promotion on somebody else's product. You don't have to do it on something that you've got to put together and deliver. Yeah, sometimes you can make the same amount of money as an affiliate and do nothing as, as actually delivering something yourself. So if you want quick cash, but haven't actually got the time to be able to offer the audits or the one-to-ones or the masterclasses, et cetera, an affiliate can be a brilliant way to make that money. Obviously, you don't always get paid out straight away. And also, you do have to have an audience to sell to. You can't go into other people's audiences and use your affiliate links. So like, for example, we don't allow affiliate links in the hub because like, why would we? So it's the same for you. So you will need to have your own engaged audience on email or on your socials. And they're the best ways to be able to use your affiliate links. But yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. And I think when it comes to affiliate links, I see a lot of people making a big mistake with affiliate links in that they'll go and sign up as an affiliate. They might put a link on their website and that's all they'll do. And then they wonder why they don't get any money for it. Or they just think that affiliate links are a big fat waste of time, but you have to promote those products or services just like you would promote your own. It's no different. So if you're going to use affiliate links, obviously make sure you've got some sort of marketing strategy with them. Yeah, definitely. Like you've got some great blogs on your website, haven't you, which have got some good affiliate links in them, but you've worked hard to write those blogs so that they appear high on Google. You've invested time in that, haven't you? Yeah, definitely. And obviously update them and whatnot all the time. And, you know, we will often mention products in emails or on Instagram, Facebook, wherever, maybe even on a podcast, because there's no point in having an affiliate link if no one knows you've got it. Another thing I think people forget is their warm audiences. So these are people, or warm leads, should I say, sorry. So people Or even existing clients. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. But uh, existing clients or warm leads maybe that haven't quite converted, but you could go back to them with a service that solves their problem. They offer too good to be true that they can't refuse. Yeah, if you know that somebody's struggling with something, literally offer them something that will solve their problem. Why would they say no? Yeah. Like I've had people come to me where they've had one-to-ones. They've said, oh, you know, if I could afford it, I would outsource, but I can't yet. You know, I will remember you. And then it'll be a few months later, you realize that they've got another problem and they then would come to my workshops. And then they they did eventually convert. And this happened twice, actually, where I got really good long-term clients out of people. But I was able to kind of nurture them. I would follow them. I would look at what they're talking about in their stories. I would kind of get a a sense for where they were in their business, potentially where they were struggling, especially around Christmas where people share content going, how to support your small business this Christmas, share, like, all this crap. And I would go back to them then and say, look, I've seen you've posted that. I, I totally understand your intention, but look, if you want to, why don't we have a one-to-one that talks about your actual content on how we can make your content work without you having to share that kind of crap. Yeah. Um, so just making sure that you're following warm leads, you're... You're basically stalking them is what you're saying, yeah? <laughs> yeah, 
yeah well no like you're gonna have to have an interest in their content aren't you because you're not gonna see it if you don't engage with it there's no point following someone because before you know it yeah you'll never see their content and you'll have forgotten them you know I was always interested in the types of businesses that I was trying to appeal to anyway that's why I niched into them so it was fine for me to follow them and engage with them but you know there were lots of people that I was able to chat to in dms because I might have seen something posted on their stories and I'd often give them real like quick tips I said oh Justine you've done this did you know you could have done it this way or did you know you could have used some hashtags on that and they'd come back and say oh my god you know thank you so much you know what I'm really struggling with xyz and I'd say right that's fine why don't we just jump on another power hour and you don't have to be overly salesy you can just be a really nice person a really helpful person and more often than not that's gonna it's gonna work not necessarily immediately but it can do and there's so many cowboys in this industry and there's so many people who just talk absolute bullshit like if you can offer advice and just friendly tips as you do to to people they'll remember you there's no catch is there there's nothing in it for me for me to tell someone that they can use hashtags on a reel or whatever it may be but they'll remember me as being someone who actually gave advice that worked and was really useful and even if they don't come back to me local business down the road who they meet with for a cup of tea on a Tuesday so I'm really struggling they'll be like oh you need to speak to Laura and your word of mouth kind of marketing then pays its dividends doesn't it yeah definitely and I think like if you've got clients who maybe you maybe your clients on multiple platforms that you're only managing one platform for them and you know, I don't know, maybe it's Christmas coming up or they were going on holiday or what have you. You can just offer to have a short term fix to help them so they can go and have their holiday and not have to worry about managing their Twitter or whatever it is. There's always ways that you can help mm. your existing clients as well. Offer them different yeah, services, d- different packages, whatnot. And, and just reminding them of all the services that you offer, because sometimes they'll just forget. They're not going to remember everything you do as much as we think people might. They won't. And. I had a client for years, like an e-commerce client who didn't have massive budgets, but I did her social media management for her and she knew I did ads and every Christmas she would kind of forget. And I'd say, well, not Christmas, like in the autumn, I'd say, you know, remember, I can always help you with an ads campaign up to Christmas. And she'd go, oh yes, I forgot about that. And every year she did and every year she would pay me. And, and then by the new year, she would it would stop again and she wouldn't want it anymore because she couldn't afford that level of kind of commitment really which was fine and it worked for me because I got some extra money in the bank ready to go and spend it on Amazon and everyone's a winner isn't it so definitely kind of constantly be reminding clients of all the different ways that you can help them so there we go then that's five ways that you can make quick cash let's just have a quick recap of them so there were audits power hours like one-to-one sort of stuff masterclasses making someone an offer that they can't refuse and then the good old trusty Laura favorite and affiliate link (laughs) there's probably tons of other ways that you can make some quick cash but these are our favorite ways well they're certainly the ways that have worked for us haven't they over over the years so they are tried and tested from our perspective but there will be more like some people will have digital products some people might you know like course mini courses etc that you can push it's there's all sorts of ways you can do it just depends how much time and effort you want to put into to making that return I guess yeah and I think when it comes to quick cash it needs to be things that can be quick to deliver (laughs) quick to sell and that you need to have an audience who's ready to buy it so yeah yeah don't overthink it and try and create something 
brand new that has never been done before if you want quick cash. And I think on that note, if you sit there and go, well, I haven't really got an engaged audience, so this podcast is not relevant for me. Well, your your homework is to go and get yourself an engaged audience because you as a, a freelancer needs to be able to sell to an engaged audience. So if you're sat here thinking, oh, I haven't got an engaged, engaged audience, well, you know, get one. <laughs> buy one from Tesco's no in all seriousness like we do need engaged audiences and I'm not saying that you've just suddenly got to go and get everyone chatting to you on LinkedIn you know it may be that you need to make a more concerted effort to grow an email list or whatever it is don't forget about your business you know we put all this effort into helping our clients to improve their business and grow their list or sell products but then we forget about ourselves and it's only when we suddenly need an extra few hundred quid in the bank at the end of the month that we think oh well hang on I'll go and listen to Laura Laura's podcast and do those things that they said but that is not going to work if you don't have that engaged audience so try and start now and you don't need hundreds of thousands of people no a handful of engaged warm leads is all you need but you need to start bringing those people into your life for sure 100% we would love to know what you guys do to bring in quick cash into your business and more to the point, what you spend it on. So come <laughs> and let us know in our free Facebook group, the social media managers hub.com. We'll put the link for that in the show notes. We also have a blog about this topic on our website. So we'll put a link for that in the show notes as well. So you can just refer back to everything that we've just said. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in another episode. <laughs>